Hail to you, our King. You alone are compassionate with our faults. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus has raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there, and Martha served, while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a litter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas the Iscariot, one of his disciples, and the one who would betray him, said, Why was this oil not sold for three hundred days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held a money bag and used to steal the contributions. So Jesus said, Leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews found out that he was there and came, not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. The Gospel of the Lord. Have you heard of the modern phenomenon called extreme sports? Extreme sports. It is a competition, like all sports where people want to win. But it also involves a high degree of risk, danger, and even death. A couple of years ago, Ben Riley, who was a seminarian at the time, spent the summer here at IC. He loves rock climbing. And he invited me and Father Daniel to watch a movie called Free Solo. Free solo is a form of mountain climbing in which you do not use ropes to catch you if you fall. In other words, if you slip and fall, you will die. Other extreme sports include bungee jumping, <laughs> hang gliding, the Ironman triathlon, volcano uh, boarding, and street luge. I know all that sounds crazy, but I believe that all extreme sports participants are trying to push the normal limits of human endurance in order to touch the transcendent. They want to go beyond what's possible. There is a subtle spiritual impulse, therefore, in every extreme sport. 
Archbishop Fulton Sheen once remarked very insightfully that the world always picks up what the church puts down. In the 1960s and in the 1970s, tens of thousands of priests and nuns left their vocation to return to the world and get married and have normal jobs. That is why St. Scholastica and St. Anne's High Schools closed. We didn't have free teachers. In other words, priests and nuns and monks participated in an extreme sport, you might say, called celibacy. But when we put down that sport, the world picked it up in the form of a cheap counterfeit, like bungee jumping and volcano boarding. In both cases, though, we detect the human desire to exceed the limits of human endurance and touch the transcendent. Some people live their Christian faith as a kind of extreme sport. In the Gospel today, we meet one of the earliest participants in the extreme sport of Christianity, namely Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus. We witness her extreme and extravagant faith when we read, Mary took a litter of costly perfumed oil made from aromatic nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. Judas, on the other hand, whose impulses were not spiritual, but rather calculating and capitalistic, objects and says Mary's gesture was too extreme. But Jesus admonishes Judas, saying, leave her alone. Indeed, Jesus would be the pioneer of the extreme sport of Christianity by mounting the cross on Good Friday, a spiritual sport that involved a high degree of risk, danger, and possible death. Like free solo, Jesus used no safety ropes, but trusted totally in his Father to catch him when he fell. This is not the first time Mary displayed this tendency to extremes. Remember in Luke chapter 10, where Jesus visits Martha and Mary, and Mary ignores the household chores to sit at Jesus' feet and listen to him. Mary was a kind of nun in a convent, ready to go to any extreme to follow Jesus. Mary was picking up the extravagant love the extreme sport that Jesus was putting down. My friends, today is Monday of Holy Week, and we will learn this week exactly the kind of extreme support that Christianity is in the example of Jesus. For example, today in Little Rock at the cathedral, the bishops and all the priests will gather to celebrate the Chrism Mass. The bishop will bless the three sacred oils that we use in the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, ordination, and the anointing of the sick. 
And we priests will renew our commitment to follow Christ, especially celibacy. In ancient Greece, athletes anointed their bodies with oil so that their muscles could perform at peak levels. We are blessed with the oils of the sacraments so we can participate in the extreme sport of Christianity, which can involve risk, danger, and even possible death. And if you don't believe me, just ask the martyrs. On Holy Thursday, Jesus gives us his body and blood in the form of bread and wine in the Eucharist. And on Good Friday, he dies on the cross and demonstrates the limits of his extravagant, extreme love for us. And on Good Friday, Christians participate a little in that extreme sport by, of faith by abstaining from meat, fasting, and praying. And I have no doubt that some Christians will go far beyond the minimum. They won't eat anything but bread and water on Good Friday. And some will stay awake all night, not falling asleep like the apostles. We may want to object like Judas and say, Oh, come on! Don't go to such extremes! Be reasonable, careful. Don't take such risks to life and limb. But look around at the young people, fanatical about extreme sports. They have picked up what Christians have put down. This week, on Holy Week, it's time for us to pick that up again. Praised be Jesus Christ.